Welcome. We are broadcasting live from the studios of AM 1160, The Quest Catholic Radio, and we invite you today to join us as we shelter in peace. We know that all of you out there are sheltering in place, and we want this to be a time, an hour that we can spend with you to offer hope and encouragement as we shelter not just in place, but shelter in peace. And we have been talking to quite a number of our listeners and have amazing prayer requests from them. So this hour, we're going to be covering thoughts, ideas, encouragement, scripture, and of course, your prayers. We're going to be praying your prayers and all of you amazing prairie warriors out there. We just invite you to pray along with us. My name is Mari Cleveland. I'm a volunteer here at The Quest, and I'm here with my dear friend Janice Givens. And Janice, I'm going to throw it over to you and ask you to let them know a little bit about yourself. All righty. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Janice um, Givens. I'm from St. Bridget's. And I have a little organization, a little nonprofit called GoFishOutreach.com. Um, GoFish Outreach used to stand for Go Forth and Invite Someone Home, uh, but we're not doing that anymore. So <laughs> now I changed it to, um, go, what did I change it to? Uh, giving Others Faith, idea, faith Ideas, ideas Why Sheltering at Home. Okay, well, whatever. Anyway, I'm a mom <laughs> and I have two kids and I am a husband. My, one of my kids, actually, Murphy, is in Ireland um, doing net ministries right now, so he's still over there, so pray for him. My other daughter is at home and I have um, several communities I'm a part of, Mustard Seed Communities and uh, Regina Chaley. Are we, I homeschool my kids, so I'm a part of the Regina Chaley Academy of community and certainly a part of the quest community here and we are um, definitely here and that was why we wanted to do this because we we are a community and Mari you tell us about yourself too sure thank you so um, I am a wife and to George and a mom to uh, two kids I have a son who is a freshman in college but of course he's now a freshman in college at home (laughs) doing virtual studies (laughs) and I have a daughter who is a junior in high school she actually is here um, near our studios in Roswell she's at Blessed Trinity High School and there I'm also part of several amazing communities. We have a community of moms who um, study the Bible together. We've been doing that for about five years now. Wow. And you actually probably hear some of them. If the, for those of you who listen in at three o'clock when we um, pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet, yeah. that's actually me and several of my Bible study moms oh, who do I love that. It. That's great. Yeah, who do that at three. Um, I'm also a parishioner at St. Jude, and they're just some beautiful... Um, Folks there as well, I've got a number of prayer warriors who are praying for all of us today there as well, my Christ Renews His Parish sisters and Mm. and all. Um, And then I'm also a child of God, and I love to tell other people about Him and His love. And so I lead Bible studies, I lead women's retreats, I speak at a a number of parishes, Um, I help with a a, a, um, Bible study at Holy Spirit as well, a number of different places around, so um, a lot of different community. And then I'm also a, a daughter and a sister. And oh, so I've true. got, yeah, and you're a, you're oh, definitely a sister, Janice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've got lots of them. Yes. Six of them. Yes. Which is amazing, which is beautiful. So, um, so that is a little bit about us. Hey, and Annie's in the room Annie, and we are hey, all six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> we promise we are. Yes. Yes. Hi. You might hear my voice on Tuesdays at two when we have our interviews yes. with Father Jim Blunt, which have been great. Um, hey, if you haven't gotten to catch those, oh, you yeah. can find them on our app, The Quest Atlanta. And you can get that in the App Store or on Google Play, or you can go on our website too. We've got got them on thequestatlanta.com under programs for both of those. Uh, you can listen to all four episodes that we've had so far. And this broadcast is going to be on there too later today or maybe tomorrow. Okay, so 
for those of us that are not technologically, uh, you know, great like you, because you're young, you're, you're a millennial. So tell me, walk us through, like, when you say, well, you can get an app, what does that mean? Like, tell, pretend like I'm 82. Okay, so. And, and, you've and got I'm, an, I'm thinking of my dad. And yeah. it, not that my dad I mean, I'm thinking of my but, dad, too, okay. but my dad has a flip phone, so he can't do this. Okay. But, um, so if you've got a smartphone and you right. have an Apple product or an Android, okay. um, you can go to the Apple Store for Apple products, and you're going to search for Quest Atlanta. And once you find that, you'll download okay. the app. It'll have... It's a red icon with the white, our little logo there that you've seen. Oh, that's good seen. to know. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, and so you'll download that. And then if you have an Android, you're going to go to the Google Play Store and you're going to search for Quest Atlanta okay. and download it there. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a really awesome app that we had so many volunteers helping us develop and work mm. on. And uh, you can look at shows on demand. So like our local stuff, our spirit drives from the past are on there that you can listen to. Oh. Um, the national shows, you can get those on demand okay. too. Okay, sorry um, to, yeah. that on that because that is so good. I listen, I listen on the on the app a lot because mm-hmm. I live by um, Holcomb Bridge, yeah, and if you're yeah. under wires, you know it's like. Yep. So I just click on that in the car, and and I, my daughter who's 16, 17, <laughs> plugs this thing in so I can hear it through the radio. I don't know whatever, but yeah. anyway, so I listen to the app. But on the app too, I found that thing where you go up to the left hand corner and you yeah, pull the menu. down. Okay, the menu. Yeah. Sorry, and you pull yeah. down the Spirit Drive, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can click on you can click on any of those spirit drives and all of those wonderful interviews from all those local people yep, are on there. It's great. And they're they're amazing. So and you can look at it and you can go, oh, look, there's Nancy Coveney speaking about this. Or here's somebody from, you know, the Knights of Columbus. Fish yeah. Fry. And you can look and see who it is and then click right on it. So yes, that's really it's great. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but we've got other stuff on there, too. You can check out some of the latest headlines from mm. some ca- trusted Catholic resources. Um, you can record a testimonial for us that you might end up hearing on the air. Um, awesome. You know, you can share some media with us, whether it be a video or some pictures. There's all kinds wow. of things. So I encourage you to download it right now, guys, unless okay. you're using it. Well, you don't need to download it if you're using it right <laughs> and we, now. And we guys. know they're not driving, so that's <laughs> yes, all good. Yes, that is very true. <laughs> so yeah, when we're not driving, this is a great way. It's very important. Thank you for sharing all that. Because yeah. now that we're not driving, we got to figure out how to keep connected to the Quest. Very true. And, you know, right now we're broadcasting the Mass at 8 a.m. Oh, awesome. Um, you know, because we can't go to Mass right now. So you can listen at 8 a.m and yeah. hear the mass i did that so, this morning and yeah. i was like eating breakfast and i was getting ready to say my prayer i mean it was right during the consecration yeah. so i was like wow what a prayer what a yeah. blessing oh, <laughs> as i bless beautiful. my toast yeah. that's awesome <laughs> actually two, my two favorite ways to listen to the quest are via alexa so you can just oh, tell alexa yeah. enable the quest and she does the quest for you so yeah. no matter where you are and then also just online um annie what is that address again for online thequestatlanta.com and you'll click listen live oh easy. and so yeah. amazingly and i'm going to brag on my dad and i'm not going to say how old he is but, <laughs> <laughs> but my dad lives in south florida now but last year i was on for a brief snippet on the quest and he was actually in portugal he was oh, walking wow. part of the camino and he was able to go on live on his computer and stream all the way in portugal wow the quest and he actually even called in and Oh, um, wow. And That's awesome. sent a message, which so, was amazing. So if you're listening from like uh, Jamaica or yes. Portugal or wherever, just put go to, what, what do we say? Go to our Facebook page. Tell, yeah. Tell, so well. if you want to connect with us, because <laughs> I am watching the Facebook page over okay. here, um, you can search for us on Facebook or Instagram. We're also on Twitter, but I'm mostly monitoring Instagram and Facebook today. But we've got a post on there. If you've got a prayer request, yes. you can make a comment and we're going to be able to see those right here in the studio. Yeah, so, or blessings. And also, yeah. uh, Carol's in the other room. Um, yeah. She'll be answering info at thequestatlanta.com. So yeah. emails, if you prefer yep. email. And Steph's over there as well. And she's going to be um, 
listening, I mean, probably answering our phone. We're not really sure how many calls we might can get that way. But if, if you do want to call, if that's kind of like the last resort, because we'd prefer the Facebook or the info at the Quest. But the phone number is 470-508-1160. That's right. That's yeah. it. And Janice just mentioned blessings. We would love to yes. hear your blessings. And Janice, I know things are a little different in our homes these yeah, days. Yeah. They look a little different. So what's, <laughs> what, what's looking different at your house these days? Well, um, like I said, I'm a part of the Regina Chaley Academy, so we already homeschool, so that was not different. Um, What is different is uh, God, uh, you know, everybody has different gifts, so mine is, um, hmm, well, mine, my gift that has uh, come forward is that I'm making up blessing bags at our house, and blessing bags include uh, exercised salt and holy water and blessed candles and prayer cards and so we put all, I go and take mass quantities of salt and um, water in my trunk and I open it up and my priest blesses it. <laughs> and then I come home and we put them in lots of little containers and things. And then we put them in these Ziploc bags. And then people have been uh, picking them up off my doorsteps. I put them in packs of 10 and they come in and we, uh, so I've probably had, I've probably given out, I don't know, by now 300 bags, you know, wow. blessing bags. So wow. what's different at my house is I have blessed salt all over my floor because <laughs> I can feel it. Our house is very safe everywhere I go. And I'm like, but I don't feel like vacuuming it up. So I've been walking around barefoot and going, oh, there's a blessing. There's a blessing. <laughs> that is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. At our house, you know, if you had asked me six weeks ago what was happening, um, I would have thought I was going to be on spring break and yeah. I was going to be yeah. heading off to New York City for a mother daughter uh, mm. wonderful experience mm. and that's not happening. Yeah. You know, and so there are a lot of people, um, life has changed a lot. We've got people who are seniors in high school who uh, are not going yes. to have graduation. We've got people who are on the front lines who are working so hard and working even more hours. I had mm. one neighbor who said, I feel like all I do is work, yeah. I, you know, just morning to night. And then we've got people like me, my job, I'm, I work part-time as a training consultant and I usually am flying here or there. Mm. And my calendar is empty. My oh, calendar wow. is totally empty. And so it's one of those things where, okay, so what do I do while I'm at home? And, <laughs> and how do I recognize what blessing is during this time? And it was interesting. I was talking to a group of moms, and I'll share more a little bit later about um, how I'm doing some of this. But I was talking to a group of moms, and they almost felt a little guilty in this time where some pe- people are really working hard or yeah. are suffering to say, I'm actually really enjoying this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. really enjoying this. And there are a lot of blessings. And oh, for so. me specifically, one of the blessings is, you know, I love my family. I love my family of four. And we've been a family of three since, yeah. you know, August when mm-hmm. my son went off to college. But we have him back now. Yes. And that's such a blessing. So it's just amazing how even just sitting down to the dinner table uh-huh. together, yeah. our family of four, and not rushing off to a sporting, uh-huh. sporting activity or not rushing off to do something, but having him home and, and all of us sitting down, and of course, the dog who decides yeah. to, <laughs> wants uh-huh. to be part of it, but that we're, we're together. We're together and having meals. And actually, God added an extra special blessing last night wow. because the kids actually made dinner for us. Wow. It was awesome. It was nice. hilarious. So I heard all kinds of shrieks and cackles coming from the kitchen, but, uh-huh. um, but it worked out well. And they're having fun together. So also, this is also to give hope to those parents. Yeah. Who have younger teenagers, when they get older, they do get along. So my 17-year-old and 19-year-old are getting along and they 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 are um, doing some great things together. They were they're oh. they're hanging out and enjoying each other. And wow. it's just a blessing of time. And I've heard that from other parents as well that wow, I'm just really enjoying my family members. Yeah. I'm really enjoying them. But we're also thinking about those people who are don't have anybody with them. Yeah. Um, who are alone during this time. And so we'll be praying for them today as well. Yeah. That, that's folks. why we did this. I we 
at the Quest here, the volunteers here, and, and Carol and Steph and Annie leading us, we just really wanted to let people know that they're not alone. You know, even though we don't see your faces, you know, and we know you're out there or, you know, all the volunteers that are through here, it's just, we really wanted to connect to the community. So Carol um, and a group of volunteers actually reached out to hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of our listeners yeah, which I think is about 1200 yeah yeah and they and they got prayer requests and blessings and what an amazing thing so we just really really wanted to take this time to reach out to you make sure you guys were okay check in on you and certainly we got a lot i mean i'm sitting here with um five four pages single spaced of prayer requests yes so. we are we probably should start with some yeah of those. you're right yeah you're right <laughs> so why don't we do that why don't we go ahead and start with some of your prayer requests and um i'm going to start actually with um a prayer from St. Francis de Sales. I found this recently and shared it, and I think it really blessed a lot of people. So we'll start with that, and then um, I will just go over some of the prayer requests that we received. And to Janice's point, we talked to 1,200 yeah. different people. There are a lot of prayer requests. So if you don't hear your prayer request, know that it actually has been prayed for. Yes. Um, our group here, they do pray the rosary. They do spend time in our chapel here um, praying for all of your requests. Some of your requests were similar to other people. So um, just know that you are not forgotten, that you are yes. you are remembered during this time. So from St. Francis de Sales, he writes, Do not look forward in fear to the changes of life. Rather, look to them with full hope that as they arise, God, whose very own you are, will lead you safely through all things. And when you cannot stand it, God will carry you in his arms. Do not fear what may happen tomorrow. The same everlasting God who cared for you today will take care of you then and every day. God will either shield you from suffering or will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace and put aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations. So, Lord, we come before you right now and we have some prayers of thanksgiving, prayers during this time where you had in Psalm 46, you tell us to be still and know that you are God. And this has been an amazing time for all of us to be still at home and to know that you are God. Um, and you are and you are sharing that you are sharing you yourself and your blessings in so many different ways. And so we do thank you. We thank you for our, our clergy and our theologians who are offering so many ways to get to know you and to seek you um, during this time, the various online tools, the virtual masses. So Don and Cappy from St. Bridget just ask us especially to pray for their their priests and their deacons. Don from St. Bridget is thanking you because we have had this opportunity to slow down, to turn to you, Lord, to reflect, to read your holy scripture, to attend virtual mass and to listen to your voice. Um, we're also just celebrating our loved ones during this time. And Hannah in Atlanta is celebrating Dallas, who just turned 11. So happy birthday, Dallas. We are also um, thanking you, Lord, for um, just the hidden gifts. Sabine from St. Jude has said that it's just been beautiful to slow down and pray and focus on God and also just take in the incredible beauty of this spring. Lord, we know that your creation shouts out your goodness and your truth and your presence with us. And this is time for us to be truly present with and for our family members. We say special prayers for the birth of new new children and new grandchildren. Um, so, uh, St and also for new people coming together, Stephen and his fiance are going to be married in July. Wow. That's the son of Margaret from coming. I also want to say personally, a special, um, I just, before we came on the air, I found out that I have a new grand niece oh, nice. who was nice. just born um, in Raleigh. And so we welcome sweet Ella to this world. We thank you, Lord. Um, 
And uh, we also praise, we praise you, Lord, for those people who have recovered from um, COVID-19. We pray for um, those people who are about to give birth. We pray for the healing of people, for um, Kathy's dad, John, who healed fully from a stroke. Um, and we thank you for Betty, Betty Ann, um, the, son, the uh, mother of Matt, who is going to celebrate her 90th birthday. Um, Lord, we do pray for our families and our faith communities. And so Sarah from Milton is asking us to pray for family unity. Visvajit is asking for us to play, pray for his family's safety. Uh, we're praying for Patty and Anne and Joanne and Kenneth and Jean, all of their families. Um, we're praying for a reunited hunger for the Eucharist. Um, we can make our spiritual um, uh, pledge right now, but we cannot receive um in bodily form, but we just thank you that we are still hungry for the Eucharist. We pray for a deepening conversion for Lloyd and his family, um, for the parents of homeschooling, um, those who are homeschooling their children, which is pretty much everyone right now. <laughs> um, we also pray for those who, um, uh, who are, uh, who are mourning, who are mourning those they have lost. Um, so for example, Michelle in Atlanta, asked for um, prayers for Angelina, who just lost her father and is trying to get to to be um, there with the rest of her family. Mm. Um, we pray for those who, saints who have gone before us for the repose of the souls of Don and Kevin and Thomas. And Teresa in Kennesaw has asked us to especially pray for Archbishop Emeritus Stephen Sulky of the Archpatchy of Philadelphia. Um, we pray for Billy and Dee and their family and business. We pray for Jay and Viola. Um, we pray for someone who's actually moving during this time for a safe move to North Carolina. Julietta in Fairburn has asked us to pray for a friend's conversion to the faith and for safety. Um, for Dee Dee, um, her, be able to visit family in Pennsylvania. And for the children, for so many of our children, that they would return to their Catholic mm -hmm. faith. For the children of our daily listener, Jean Marie, and our listener, mm -hmm. Bob. Isabel reminds us to pray for the souls in purgatory. Um, Sean in coming asks for prayers for his parents and for his wife's parents. That's sweet. He's praying for his in-laws. Sean is. Um, we pray for those near and far. So we pray for Beatrice's family in Kenya as well as for her family here. Um, and we pray also for the children and staff of Mustard Seed Ministries. I know, Janice, yes. that's dear to your heart yes. as well. Um, we're praying for those in our communities, for the RCIA class at St. Bridget. Awesome. Anne has actually asked for prayers for each of you. And we pray for all of our um, children, especially our teenagers in high school and college who are disappointed by missing out on so much right now. Andrea asked us to pray for Braden. Um, Margaret asked us to pray for the seniors at Pinecrest Academy. Um, we pray for Katie and Andrew, Alex, Ethan, and Dalton, and just so many of our um, of our children. Heavenly Father, we just lift up all of these prayers to you. Lord, you know all of the listeners that have called in. You know what's, or not even called in. You just know all of the prayers that are on their heart. So Lord, we also ask a, a special blessing for all the people who are affected by coronavirus or who have recovered, praise God, or who or who have passed and, and are in the re eternal reward. We also pray for all those other people who have um, are just sick from other things. And Lord, we just lift up other people who have also died, Alfred and Peggy. We lift up families that have um, suffered tragedies, but we also lift up all of those high school um, seniors and college seniors and people that are graduating from med school and law school, all those people that are graduating because we know that this is going to be a graduation they'll never forget. But we just ask you to bless them in other ways. But Lord, we lift all of these prayers up to you and we ask you um, 
to hear them and to and fulfill them as according to your will. We also have a mystery guest. We we've been, do. Uh, we've been thinking. We wanted to have a mystery guest on, and we obviously, um, boy, we've got that was only one page, so we've got lots more <laughs> prayers. Um, but so we want to bring in our mystery guest, and we want to introduce them to you, and then we'll have them come on the um, come on the line. This is a person that I've known for I don't know twenty years or something. Very excited. Uh, he's been our. I'll give you a clue. He's been the Catholic next door for a long time. (laughs) Uh, uh, He's been my Catholic next door neighbor as well as yours. He's a radio personality that used to do a show called The Catholic Next Door. Now he does um, a podcast, and also he has continued his ministry, um, Rosary Army, which is an amazing uh, uh, ministry to help make them and pray them and give them away. But anyway, we want to bring on Greg Willits. Greg, are you there? Good morning. Y'all are doing so good this morning. I'm, I'm sitting here just beaming. I'm so happy that you're doing this oh. for the Quest, and you're doing such a great job. And just to hear you saying so many heartfelt prayers for all the people that are listening, and it really makes it feel like we are a community here in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. And you're, I just, you're just doing a fantastic job uh, for God this morning. And so w- well done. Well oh, done. Oh, thank, thank you. Because we are not, this is our first time. <laughs> yes, yeah, so thank you for your last minute coaching yesterday, yeah, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> so Greg, well, what, what's, it's, your, it's, what's, what's your house like these days? You know, our house is it's, it's not a whole lot different <laughs> for the quarantine, but except we have uh, two extra kids that are always around, our two boys that are in high school that, you know, they've had to, uh, you know, switch back to homeschooling once again, but they've <laughs> gone through that in the past. And so they're like, oh, this again. Okay. Yeah, we know what we're doing. And so the, the fact that we're all at home, the weird thing for us is, you know, now that our kids are older, we have two boys that are actually out of the house. And <laughs> that's the biggest concern for us is how do we be parents to our young adult children that Mm, are no longer under our roof and we don't know what they're doing and are they being safe in the midst of all of Mm, this and and just really trusting that what we tried to instill in them in terms of the faith that what scripture tells us will will come to fruition (laughs) that what when you when you raise your children in the faith that they will not depart from it so even though they make mistakes and and they may not be doing everything exactly like we we'd like them to that we have to believe that God is protecting them right now, too, that God is looking out for them, even though we can't be the overprotective parents that we really want to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right now, right now, we have to trust God to be that overprotective parent on our behalf for our adult children. And I think a lot of people are stressing about that kind of thing because it, we're feeling so isolated, even from our own families, and that's such a sad thing because mm-hmm. it's a time like this that you wish that you could just sort of like at Christmas time bring everyone under your household and be together, but that's just not the reality. Yeah. And, and even though one of our kids lives locally, it's been very sad for us that we've had mm. to say to him, listen, buddy, you know, you are going in other places right now, and, and we don't know where, you know, the other people who you've been around have been, and, and we're trying to protect the people that are here, and, and all, you know, all the different reasons, right? And to yeah. have to tell your own kid, for right now, let's just hunker down, we'll see you soon, but making sure that are you doing, are, are you saying your prayers? Are you participating in, in spiritual communion? Are you yeah. doing what you can right mm-hmm. now to, to still stay close to God? And again, trusting God that, that the Holy Spirit will speak to our children yeah. uh, at the opportune times, even in the midst of this. That's been the biggest challenge for us in the midst of this, is yeah. not being able to really coach and help and minister to our older children who are no longer in the house. 
Yeah, that is so true. Yeah, or when you're watching them on Zoom or on FaceTime or whatever, you're like, hey, stop touching your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Have you washed your hands? Go yeah. ahead right now. Go right now. back to the Zoom conversation and uh, then we can continue talking. Uh, Greg, it's funny. My kids have been showing me these memes where it's like role reversal. So kind of almost the opposite of what you've said, where it's the par- the kids who are saying to their parents, you may not go out. What do you think you're doing going to the grocery store? Give me your keys. You can't go out. I, I love that meme that says, um, you know, make sure it used to be that we... We say, make sure you leave room for the Holy Spirit. And now it says, make sure you leave room for the Holy Spirit, the uh, choir of angels, the Blessed Virgin, and the Holy Trinity. <laughs> you know, with my, with my own parents, it's kind of funny. I, I'm calling them as well because it's sort of like with my own older kids. I don't quite trust my parents to be doing the right thing right uh, now. Right, either. exactly. So, so I'm calling them up, and, and Mom let it slip the other day. Well, I thought I was going to go out to here or there. And I'm like, Mom, they have click lists. They have delivery. Please. <laughs> I, and and, I, and I, I pointed out to her, I said, Mom, you're 82. You don't even, they, 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 they've told people that are 22 years younger than you not to go out right now. <laughs> just stay home, please, oh, for your safety. And she just, you know, my, my folks are like, oh, no, we'll be okay. And, but they, they are being safe. But again, you know, you worry. And, and, but at the same time, Scripture tells us, be not afraid. Be not Over right. 300 references in the Bible to, you know, against fear. First right. words that John Paul II said after he was elected Pope, be not afraid. afraid. Yes. And so we have to make a conscious choice right now to not allow fear to be a part of our lives. And, you know, I read a book just recently, and it was a self-published book, and, and really if you read just the first 20 pages of it, it's, the, it's worth the, the purchase of it, but it's called Your Thoughts Are Killing You by a woman named Mary Beth Winchell, and we actually interviewed her on our podcast a couple months ago, and she just, she called all the best scripture passages where it points out over and over again how we allow our thoughts to work ourselves into these tizzies where we are suddenly not trusting God anymore, not believing that He's going to take care of us, not believing that He can fix things, not believing that He wants the best for us. Amen. And exactly. This, Amen. Th- this book, I mean, it was just, it was an eye-opener to me. It's kind of funny. I, I told back back in January when I first discovered this, I downloaded it on my Kindle. I was having a bad day, oh. and I went to adoration, and I started writing in my journal, and it, my, my, the first two paragraphs, I'm just like, I'm angry about this, God, and I'm <laughs> angry about it. My wife did this, and blah, blah, blah. And then I started reading this book, and suddenly, like, the next three pages of my journal are just me quoting this book, and it's uh, like everything just changed. And I really feel like, I, I feel like that idea of your thoughts are killing you, the fact that Jesus Christ gave us, through our baptisms, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that means that we have the authority of Jesus Christ in His name. We don't have the authority ourselves, but because of Jesus, we have the authority to banish things like yes. bad feelings, yes. banish exactly. the, the feelings of fear, banish the feelings of, of trepidation that so many of us are feeling right now. And we need to say, okay, was I baptized? Yes. Do I believe I was given the gifts of the Holy Spirit in my baptism? Do, I, do you believe it? Because if you do, then you should then, in your house, when you or someone in your household starts to get afraid, you should be able to confidently say, in the name of, of Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, by his authority, I command that fear to, to get leave, out of the to house. Leave, yep. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You're not allowed here. And, and I think sometimes we as Catholics, we get a little, oh, wait a minute, that sounds, 
that sounds a little bit too much like a televangelist thing to go on, but and yet that's what Jesus Preach told it. us to do. <laughs> and, 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 and Jesus Jesus told his disciples to go out and do that very same thing. And Acts chapter one verse eight tells us, you know, it's like he sent us all out into the world to, to proclaim the good news. He gave us all the ability to go out in his name when we have received him to speak with authority. For, you know, as Jesus would want us to, to command these things out of our house. And so I think right now a lot of us are so upset and so worried yeah. and, and bored, quite honestly. <laughs> Even <laughs> boredom can be cast out in the name of <laughs> Right. And well, so, I, I hate well, to be that person, but oh. we've got to jump to a break real quick. But we'll be back with more yeah. for our Shelter and Peace Hour. Stay tuned. The Quest presents Lesser Known Saints with Ken and Chuck. Tell us about St. Genevieve. Born in Paris, France, Genevieve became a nun at the tender young age of 15 years old. When her hometown of Paris suddenly found itself under siege by Childeric, King of the Franks, she risked her own life and safety to go into the heart of the city to find food and supplies for those suffering from the ravages of the occupation. Years later, she would go on to face another dangerous conqueror, Attila the Hun. As Parisians prepared to leave their homes, rather than face the wicked wrath of the barbarians, Genevieve convinced them to stay in their homes and to pray instead. Today, it is still unknown why Attila de Hunt did not attack Paris, sparing the city and its residents instead. Genevieve died in 500 AD. Her feast day is January 3rd, and she is the patron saint of disasters, as well as her beloved hometown of Paris, France. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. AM 1160 The Quest is listening to you, too. One listener shared. I don't know what I would do without the quest. Every day I get an update on the Catholic Church and hear inspiring stories. I thought I knew a lot about my faith, but I'm learning something new every time I tune in. I feel connected to a larger Catholic community. If you're enjoying the station, please consider supporting us with a donation. Go online to thequestatlanta.com. Please join us in a prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. It's a good day. Welcome back. You are you are listening to AM 1160, The Quest Atlanta Catholic Radio. I'm Mari, and I'm with Janice and Annie, and we just had a wonderful guest, Greg. And Greg was just sharing with us, just a reminder, that we are not to be afraid, that we are told by by Jesus, by God, it's over 300 times in the, hmm. in the Bible, not to be afraid. And we are here to proclaim the good news, and that's what we're doing today. We are here to proclaim the good news and to share the blessings and share the hope and the comfort that comes from our Savior, your Savior, our Savior, Jesus Christ. So we had a mystery guest on. It was Greg Willits from Rosary Army. So I think he's still on. So we just want to kind of close out. I didn't, I felt bad just like cutting you off and like saying, so I want to say goodbye. I want to officially say goodbye, Greg, and thank <laughs> you for sharing those words. 
And he's okay. <laughs> he might be gone. <laughs> okay, well, Greg, officially there it was. Thank so you. Um, I want to bring up something I say all the time. Um, uh, I think I actually heard it from Oprah, but it's actually in the Bible. But um, it, it's don't bother praying if you're going to worry, and don't bother worrying if you're going to pray. And it comes from Philippians four six. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Present your quest, request to God. So remember, don't bother praying if you're going to worry, and don't bother worrying if you're going to pray. So we wanted to get into all kinds of really cool ideas that we've heard from different people and blessings, and um, especially this Holy Week, this Holy Week that we'll never forget. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to give some ideas and some and share some things that we've heard that we've actually done in the past, but how we've uh, we're going to change them a little bit. Um, like for uh, for instance, Mara, you were telling me that um, one time on Holy Thursday, your family did a foot washing. Ah, yes, that was that was quite a a great experience. Our children were much younger. And so we surprised them by taking the dining room table out and putting (laughs) cushions all over the floor. And we had just some uh, grape juice and some Mm. bread. And I don't know if Jesus had cheese at the Last Supper. Probably not (laughs) because he was kosher, I'm sure. But anyway, so we had um, just a few small items and then everybody picked out of a hat a different person, a different character oh, wow. from the, the the Last Supper story. And so um, I actually got Jesus, not on purpose. I just <laughs> I, I picked out Jesus. And it was so adorable because what was interesting is when we went around and we read the, we read the, the passage of scripture mm. and we acted it out. And wow. so when I started acting out the part of Jesus washing the feet, kids being kids, they started fighting. I want to wash the feet. I want to wash the feet. <laughs> and so that was, it was such a beautiful teaching moment because that's exactly what we're supposed to do. Wow. Jesus washed our feet so that we would then in turn, turn around and wash other people's feet. Oh, and it perfect. was, it was, it was just a great, great time. And our kids still talk about it. Actually last night at dinner, oh. they were talking about it. They said, Oh, tomorrow, you know, on Thursday, on Thursday, won't we, can't we do that again? And I said, oh, you know what? Great... It's been probably 10 years, but sure. Let's do that again. Perfect. That is a great idea. That is a really practical idea. I'm a really practical person. So um, also on my website, gofishoutreach.com, gofishoutreach.com. I uh, stayed up one night till about six in the morning, just putting all kinds of links um, on there. So there's all kinds of ideas and things to do and and ways to worship. Um, One of the things I put on there in all the ones in purple, I believe it is, are actually I have a whole Holy Week page now. But um, on the Holy Week page, there's one thing called Easter cookies. We used to do that with our kids when we were little. And it's a, a way to it's a prayer baking experience, which is actually often done at our house. Whenever I bake, we pray. (laughs) But um, it's a way to uh, read scripture and do these little things. And then you put these uh, cookies in the, in your oven overnight. And then they, Mm. um, it's a, it's a big, it's a surprise the next morning. So I won't spoil it, but go to, um, go to gofishoutreach.com and go to the Holy Week page. There's also tons on the front page. There's just tons of resources that you can do. Um, that's what we wanted to talk about. There's so many things. Well, one other thing on that website, it says five things to do today. Because what I'm really uh, sharing with a lot of people, and they find it to be helpful, is um, five things. So one of the things is, you know, how we're looking at our groceries and our refrigerators and taking an inventory. So the first thing is just to take a spiritual inventory of your life as well Mm -hmm. and think, okay, what do I need more of? What do I need to get rid of? You know, like when we're looking at the dates of the cans in the, in the pantry and like, Oh, 2013 can, can't eat those beans, you know? Have you been in my pantry? I think Ah. you have (laughs) (laughs) been in mine. So, so take a spiritual inventory, um, find a good examination of conscience. Again, there's some on, on the website. And then the second thing is, well, stock up, like we're going out and stocking up on, Toilet paper and other things. So stock up on spiritual graces, um, the fruits of the spirit, so to speak. You know, the fruits of the spirit are joy and peace and uh, all those wonderful things. So those are the things we need to stock up on. And, and when we look at our 
you know, spiritual stockpile. What do we got? What's in there? Is it empty? Is it bare? Are our, our spiritual cupboards bare? You know, do we need to, what do we need to get more of? Um, obviously more rosaries and divine mercies and, and corporal works of mercy, you know, call a friend, call and check up on your neighbor. Um, all of those wonderful things. The and third, just read his word. Amen. Yes. It's right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, we'll dust it off. Maybe maybe need a little dust off. And the great thing, God is so smart. Like, like he put Psalms right in the middle. So if you just open up in the middle, that's yeah. like a really easy one to read, Psalms. Um, and then the third thing is operation consecration. So uh, I encourage people to bless yourself, your home, your work, your family, your car. And there's all kinds of different ways. Uh, a lot of people are putting the Divine Mercy chaplet, uh, Divine Mercy image on their doors. Or certainly if you found palms anywhere this uh, weekend, um, you know, there's palms. Uh, I happen to find um, some that were <laughs> a lot. I, yeah. OK. Uh, never mind. We won't talk about that. I, <laughs> anyway, so you can make those crosses. I have plenty. Oh, also on the my website, you can request a blessing bag. So just um, email me and I'll uh, be happy to give them to you. Um, so consecrate. And when you know, because you might want holy water, you might go, I don't have holy water. I don't have exercise salt laying around like Janice does all over her floor. <laughs> so, um, oh, and you know, I had a thought in that middle of the night when I was doing that, you know, the cure, well, potential cure. One thing they're doing to to um, uh, combat the coronavirus is hydroxychloroquine. And I thought, wow. And one thing I'm telling people to do is God's hydroxychloroquine. You know, God's hydra with water, so God's holy water, and chloroquine is uh, got a lot of base of salt, so bless salt. So while you're while people are you know possibly being cured and healed from hydroxychloroquine, also take you know here's God's you know, God's winking at us and going, hey. Try my blessed salt and holy water. So um, if you don't have any, you know, I got plenty. The fourth thing is to make a prayer space in your home or a prayer basket. Um, so find a place, uh, you know, carve out a corner or, you know, we, we hung up a tie rack and put all of our um, rosaries on it. Uh, or we have a basket. We have a, We put up poster boards in our family room. And so we write our prayer requests up there. Just get a basket and in that basket, you know, put a Bible, a journal, a rosary, maybe a candle, different sacramentals, holy objects, and put it there. And then the last one, this is the most important. So gather everybody who's in the household together once a day Mm -hmm. in this prayer space and just be quiet. God has given us all this global rest, this global Sabbath. You know, he's Mm -hmm. got us quiet at the same time for some reason. So what is God telling us? I mean, let's really listen. So gather your family together every day, whether it's, you know, if you might live alone and have a dog. Get the dog in, bring him on over. Our dogs know, used to know the rosary really well. Um, so just get the, <laughs> he would, he would cross his little paws. Anyway, so uh, they're laughing at me. So get your dog together. Or if you're a single person, I love, you know, my young adults, all my young adults out there, get, find a quote family and say, hey, you know, Julie and Michael, we're going to be a family and let's every night, let's touch, touch base with each other and let's, um, let's do this together every day. So every day, gather your family together and thank God in this space and also here, listen and pull out that Bible. And uh, it's kind of like your own little ark in your home. You know, it's your little spiritual ark. So get in the ark every night. I so love I that. wanted I love to say that. that. Great. And I just love all those ideas. And this is going to be a holy week that we're not going to forget. It's Amen. a holy week that is just so different. And so Janice, thank you so much for all those amazing ideas, things that we can do with our children and with our um, our, our friends and um, we can even talk. We've got all this amazing digital techno- technology now, right? We can actually see people. I have a friend in Australia who I said, why don't we get on Zoom and we can cook together and bake together oh, and yeah. we can pray together. We can do all kinds of things. Um, but I was also thinking it is Holy Week and this is the the time of the passion of Jesus. And one of the things when I was preparing for a retreat not long ago when we were talking about 
passion. We said, well, what does that word really mean? And mm. I didn't realize that passion actually means suffering. The oh, word wow. passion means suffering. Wow. I didn't. You know, when we think about passion, we think about passionate love. Yeah. You know, this unenduring and everlasting. Right, right. Lo- or ever enduring, <laughs> <laughs> everlasting love. And so it's so fascinating to me that in a way it's both, right? So Christ's passion is both his suffering, but it's also the way he showed love in the most amazing way. And he mm. invites us into that right now. He invites us into that opportunity to um, both suffer and to have love. Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. You know, and j- just, you know, Mari, you know, if you could share too, I love what you're doing with your Zoom and your um, your Bible study, because that's really cool. Yes. So, so it's interesting when we think about, um, what are some of the things that are at our disposal, things that we can use. And I'm not as, um, talented in the crafts department as Janice might be (laughs) putting together all of her amazing, um, different offerings there. But what I do do in my work is I do bring people together both live as well as virtually. Mm -hmm. And so what I found is that, um, I've been using zoom a lot to do prayer time and to gather people together in community. And, um, we have a rosary group. We're now doing zoom, um, via our our rosary group from blessed Trinity is doing zoom. My Bible study that I lead, um, we're doing zoom calls. There's a group from, um, St. Jude, we're getting together and we're reading scripture and talking about it and just sharing through zoom calls. Um, yeah, actually, a guy, a Glenn, sorry, a guy, Glenn on Facebook just shared that um, his Friday morning men's gospel reflection group normally has a smaller amount, but now they're like just exploring, expanding, you know, and um, exploding. And that's something he said, if that's something you're interested in joining, you can just go to judeatl.com. Exactly. Yep. I know those guys. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Um, so, so the other piece I wanted to talk about that real briefly was, um, that we all have, you talked about the spiritual fruits, yeah, right? And right. just filling yourself with the spiritual fruits, which we all have, the love and joy and peace and patience. But we also have spiritual gifts. Amen. And I think people forget that they've got these spiritual gifts. You got them when you were baptized. Right. They were even strengthened right. and fortified when you were confirmed. And so we look around us sometimes, especially right now when we're still, mm-hmm. and we look around at the people who are doing amazing things. Like you're doing just these amazing things, Janice, as I listen to you. <laughs> and then I know somebody who's... um feeding people through the food bank yes, and just creating yes. all these new ways, people who are creating these masks, hundreds and yes. thousands oh, of masks. Like right? yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So what I realized was, and it's when I teach people about spiritual gifts, it's really important to realize what they are. And the spiritual gifts are basically, it is a unmerited gift of grace that God gives each one of us, oh, wow. but we each have different spiritual gifts. And so at this time, it's just an amazing time to be able to share whatever your spiritual gift is. Right. So I don't have the spiritual gifts of craftsmanship, so I'm <laughs> not going to be the one creating the masks. And that could bum me out. Or I could think, wait, what is my gift? Well, right. my gift is encouragement and teaching. Right. And so that's what I've been able to step into. I've been able to step into doing more encouraging, mm. more teaching, more praying for people. I've got a, a beautiful um, sister in Christ who said, I'm I'm caught in a... Um, in a condo down here in Florida because we've got the virus down here and I can't get out of my condo at all. I can't even get out of my room, but she has the gift of intercessory prayer. So she's using that spiritual gift. So what is your spiritual gift? And guess what? If you use your gift, you don't have to worry about all the other gifts. It's kind of freeing in a way. You don't have to say yes to everything. (laughs) You can be still right now and really soak up and sink into the gift that God gave you. And that gift may be just the gift of um, or not just, just, but really maybe the gift of praying for other people. Mm. Um, I'll give you one other quick example. 
I'm actually from Guam. I don't know if you knew oh, that wow. or not. But uh, um, we have these beautiful families, um, Catholic families. We grew up, Guam is 98% Catholic. Wow. Yeah. So we had these families that I grew up with, and we just did a virtual Guam reunion. What? And it was so awesome. <laughs> we had 20 people from around the world get on Zoom the other day, and um, wow. we just all shared and laughed and oh, wow. um, joked with each other and talked about our childhood priest and the the wow. funny things we did as kids. But it was a way, people are just thirsty for community. Community. They're wow. thirsty for contact and community. So you know, and sharing, talking about sharing your gifts too. Um, we have so many heroes right mm-hmm. now that are the frontline workers that they have that gift of healthcare, or, yes. you know, the teaching exactly. and health and the medical fields and and all of our leaders and our priests and our bishops and and our our popes and uh, just there's so many and we have so many prayer requests on that because we have a lot of people in the front line. I actually called my state senator John Albers and I said um, I was asking him something else, but uh, then and I said, hey, by the way, do you have anything to pray for? And he said that he was driving around right at that moment with a, a man who's giving us giving free billboards wow. and they're putting up thank you to our heroes um, billboards <sighs> all over the place. So he wanted he wanted me specifically to pray for all of the heroes in in his district and everywhere. But that's amazing. But looking at um this i'm just gonna just gonna uh, go over some of these and go ahead and start praying for some of these because i just oh we have literally hundreds and hundreds of prayer requests so i apologize if we don't get to them all but i do want to mention some healthcare workers and some other people who have these gifts and certainly all of our priests oh dear lord so i'm just going to say it in a prayer name father son holy spirit amen heavenly father we just lift up all of our priests oh lord and our deacons and our seminarians who are about ready to uh, enter the priesthood. They're running in. They're running in. Um, there's so many priests who've been doing so many amazing things and making sure people get um, blessings and confessions. And uh, they're just really trying to, um, as Annie said, you know, our church is just deployed. Uh, the building is no longer, we're not in the building, but we're deployed. So they're the ones who are on the front lines going out. Also, our bishops pray for holy, courageous wisdom. Thank you for what they're doing and they're working so hard. And all the people in our diocese and, and actually our new bishop, um, pray for him, Lord, as he comes in our way and our Pope. And Lord, we also pray pray for, um, selfishly for my sister, uh, who's a doctor, a pediatrician. So I'm praying for Laurie and Sandy, her office manager and Dr. Dr. Glenn and, um, Monica, a respiratory therapist, um, retail employees. Yeah. All of these uh, youngsters who are at our, our Publix and our Kroger's and working there. We're praying for Lynn, all of our nurses. We're praying for Bob and Michelle, the CDC praying for Maria's friend, who's a nurse and Sarah, a healthcare worker from the front lines, Nancy, a nurse at Northside, uh, Bez, Bezel, mm. Bezalel, sorry, mm-hmm. Bezalel, a first responder, all the first responders, our Gloria and her colleagues who are caregivers in hospitals, Jordan, a new nurse in the ICU, and Paula's daughter, who's the PA, all of our clergy and all of our, um, all of the, the people who are the, the ones who are going to work still for us. Lord, we just lift all of these people up to you and we ask you, Mary, Mother Mary, we ask you to just take your mantle, take your, um, all of your beautiful cape. And we just ask you to pull that mantle over all these people and protect them and protect them so that they can go forth and be there for the people who need you, especially all the people who are sick and really need, um, need to just have that uh, human face and that human touch when the people who need that, um, just the touch of the healing touch, the touch that they have to do when they're, t- when they're um, healing them. Lord, we just lift all of these people up to you and thank you so, so much for people who are using their gifts and working in their gifts. Help us, Lord, to, dis- to discover who we are in you. Who, what are our gifts, Lord? Help us to discover those gifts and maybe during this beautiful holy rest that you can whisper those into our ears and just help us to develop those holy gifts. 
Yes, Jesus, and we thank you, and we and we thank you for the fact that the gifts that you give us, these spiritual gifts, are actually gifts that you use to love other people. They are the gifts that you use to to pour your love and to pour your hope and to pour your encouragement, to pour your sense of order. Um, you use all of our gifts for others, and Lord, we just look for ways that we can continue to do that. And Lord, also we also ask for you a special blessing for all those in despair that maybe have not able to use their gifts right now. They've lost their jobs. They're not able to do their jobs that they love and that bring them so much glory or that in ways that they're able to share their faith with people through their jobs. So we pray for all of those people who are not able to work right now and not able to do that. We also pray for anybody who's despair or who's, you know, who's just feeling, who's really having a hard time with the silence or the the control issue or having trouble surrendering to you, Lord. We we pray for those people that are are just uh, by themselves and are really having a hard time. And they're just, their things are out there uh, just, you know, bad stuff you know when they're listening when we listen to too much news the lord just help us to also ever for every minute we listen of the media help us to listen to you whether it's an online rosary or a, a spiritual going to spiritual communion going to mass help us to fill our heads and fill our brains with the peace and, and love of your of you jesus christ and the holy spirit yes lord and we continue to pray for um um for those who are suffering, those who are suffering and who have compromised health, Lord, we pray for um, Holly, who's suffering from MS. We pray for Eliza, who's suffering from cancer. We pray for Joshua also. Um, Dave and John, um, we pray for Joy um, and her husband, who's her caregiver, Jim. We pray for John, um, who's just had surgery. Um, we also pray for those in hospice right now, yes. Lord, John, yes. who's in hospice, Mary, who's in hospice and their family members who can't be with them. Um, it's just so difficult right now, Lord, but y- we know that you are with them and we just want um, just help to give comfort and peace to those people who can't be with their family members right yes. now when they're suffering, Lord. Yes. We pray for Miguel. We pray for um, a listener who has heart problems, but also for his wife who he's caring for who has Alzheimer's. Mm, yes, we Lord. pray for Nadine's sister who just suffered a stroke. Oh, and, um, for Mary Eileen, who's mm. 91 and just mm. underwent surgery. Um, we pray for Father Paul Burke. Oh, yes. Um, we pray for Bob, who's healing from hip surgery, and his beautiful yes. wife, Mary, who's caring for him as well. Um, we pray for Mary from Alpharetta and for her husband, for Jack, um, who's going through chemo. We pray for a young man who's in coma. We pray for um, a friend of my mom whose mother is also in a coma. We just ask for healing, Lord. Um, we pray for Dee, who suffers from cancer, um, from Bill, for Bill, who suffers from Parkinson's. Um, we also pray for those who are suffering from all the different surgeries for Mary Jo, for Phyllis, um, and just for healing for people, Lord. And we do pray for our elderly, the ones who are alone. Um, yes, Lord. Like yes, Cap's Lord. mom, um, Forrest's dad, Ray, Robert's mom, Mary Ann, for all the residents of the St. George Village in Roswell. Um, and yes, even Lord. those yes, who are used to being together and who are missing each other, all those students who've had to leave their friends in college, um, for the, the students in high school who are missing their friends, we had a special request to pray for the students at St. John the Baptist Hybrid School. And just anybody and everybody who's struggling with social isolation and social distancing, Lord, you gave us your Holy Spirit. We were just talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and one of the gifts is that, that the Holy Spirit is our comforter, and our Holy Spirit is actually there with us, Lord. And we we just um, we pray for all of those that they would feel your comfort and your blessing. Amen. Amen. You know, I just want to um, share, We this hour has just flown by, but, um, <laughs> but I do want to get in that um, a couple of little things about Easter, um, our wonderful Easter, our resurrection. This is the, the day we've been waiting for. 
um, 8 a.m. at EWTN and on our radio here, The Quest, we will be having our Easter Mass. So you can listen in as a community, and we can all listen in together at 8 a.m. Or if you also, uh, our Archdiocese of Atlanta, if you go to our website, A-R-C-H-A-T-L, uh, Arch-A-T-L, um, you can hear the, they're going to be streaming the Mass in English at 1030. And then also WSB is going to play it again at 2 p.m. Um, all So you can watch it. And so anywhere on WSB uh, radio or TV. So those are three ways that we can just really connect as well as um, on Good Friday. Uh, there's lots of ways and our the EWTN will be, our radio station here, The Quest, will be doing some special things on Good Friday that we can all join together with that too. So I wanted to make sure we get that in there. Yes, and so many people are finding amazing resources online. Yes. Um, one of the things that I have just loved during this time, and I hope this is something that continues into the future as well, is that people are being so generous and gracious yes, with yeah. their resources. And so if you go online, they're all, there are wonderful ways. Actually, like you can actually walk the Stations of the Cross. Oh, so on wow. Good Friday, there are some websites you can go out there and people have taken pictures and you can actually walk mm. the Stations of the Cross there in Jerusalem wow. um, where the original Passion took place. Um, there are wow. so many different opportunities to do pilgrimages around the world and so many ways yes. that we can just feed ourselves during this time. And, and people are offering free Bible studies, free yeah. um, just free ways to, to praise God and to learn more about God. And I heard somebody say, you know, don't waste this time. No, you know, don't waste this time. There's so many ways you can continue to grow and to develop and to nurture that your faith and the faith of your families as yeah. well. And to share and to share your gifts like we're talking about as well. Um, yeah, so definitely. So, My faith so has exploded during this time and yeah. we want to, you know, we want to make sure that we don't, um, it, it just, you know, to use creativity and stuff. I also, I feel the urge to, uh, I don't know if it's the Holy Spirit or, uh, Carol is really not nudging me, but I just really feel the urge to thank Carol and the quest yes. and Annie and gosh, and Steph, you guys have been here throughout this whole thing for us. You have never, you know, never complained. You just keep washing down things and being here. And we have our beautiful chapel here and we, you know, we just keep praising God in there. And so I just really want to thank the quest and Carol, especially and Steph and Annie and, and Chuck and everybody, Lori, everybody who's been here, um, Jinya, who's been just helping. And, you know, it, there are ways, obviously on our website, you can donate too. And I think it's a, we're a listener, we're a fully listener supported. Mm -hmm. We all, we're all volunteers. Um, so just, you know, if you, if you feel if God nudges you to give some uh, money our way that we certainly will take it uh you know the money that you normally would be paying to go out to that restaurant just put it our way <laughs> since you can't do that anymore <laughs> exactly and, and we also i really feel the need to pray for our leadership to trump and pence and you know just uh, all that coronavirus team that they got going just pray for wisdom too for that yeah a lot of wisdom and discernment you know and i think the hope that we have is the hope that um the hope that comes at easter the hope that we are not ever going to be separated the hope that we do have um that we've walked through this time, this Amen. difficult time. We've walked through Je Jesus's passion with us. I think in some ways we're actually experiencing yeah. some of the suffering yeah. in new and different ways than maybe we ever have before. But Easter Sunday does come and he is risen. And um, the Holy Spirit conquer death. Amen. Death is not here anymore. And it's nope. so amazing to think about, you know, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would just come from time to time. Right. But in the New Testament, you know, at Easter and then at Pentecost, we get the Holy Spirit all the time. Uh, that is so true. And, you know, and I, I often think when I'm reflecting on Holy Week on Last Supper, the four words that changed the entire yes. world, yes. four words, this is my body. When Jesus said that, it was like there was everything before that and then everything <laughs> after. And this is my body. From that point on, Jesus left himself here in our Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity. 
we are never alone. He has left from that point on. We have had the Eucharist and we've had Jesus here on earth with us and we can consume him. So when this, this Easter, when you're having spiritual communion and you're listening to those words, this is my body. Don't rush through that. Stop and think about that. This is my body. And then just ask the Lord, say, consume me, Lord, consume me, Lord, as I consume you spiritually. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just really want to, this is the time that this, we cannot waste this time. And this is the time to be quiet and to be silent and to hear what God is speaking to you individually. Exactly. And just to know, to know, and, and this scripture, I think it captures it so well to know that we are never alone and Amen. to know that he is never going to leave us. And it's one of my favorites is from Romans eight thirty seven, And it says, no, in all these things, we conquer overwhelmingly through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, life nor, nor angels, nor principalities, nor present things, nor future things, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so we know that and we pray. We pray especially for those who are suffering and who are victims of the coronavirus. And we pray for an end to this pandemic. Lord, we just ask that you, our Jehovah Rapha, our healing Lord, our Jehovah Jireh, our Lord who provides, Amen. that you would come and you would provide the answers, the antidotes, yes, the, the, the ways to heal this virus, that you would heal us. So we pray for Bill and Nicole and Mario and Chuck and his wife and son. Um, we pray for our Marianite Bishop, Greg, Gregory Mansour. Oh, yes. um, we pray for Florence and Sam and Samuel and Lincoln and Melody's father. Mm -hmm. We pray for the La Salette retirement community that has just started to see the COVID-19 mm -hmm. virus within their community for Tim and his family. And we pray for the Brooks family in Brooklyn who just lost their grandfather to the virus, um, to the father of one of James's students. Um, and we just pray, we pray for each of these people who are suffering, who are suffering from this virus. Um, and we pray for our world, Lord, we pray yes. for, for, for the entire world. And we thank you that we are able to come together and pray that you tell us and you give us your word, that you hear us um, and that you tell us not to be afraid Amen. and to know that when we draw near to you, you draw near to us. Um, and that you are with us. And so we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the promises that you give us through your word. We thank you for the sacraments that you give us through your church. We thank you for each other. We thank you for each other and the Holy Spirit that lives here with us all the time now and that, that gives us the gifts and the fruits that we can share with one another. We can share our spiritual gifts. We can share the graces and the fruits that we have with one another. And we praise you and we thank you, Lord. Amen. Hey, Amen. we just want to know that you guys were out there and uh, we're just sitting in this room talking and we just, you know, we're, we want to make sure that we know that you guys were listening. So let us know on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, or on our website, whatever. Just let us know you were out there listening and please uh, send us your prayers because we're going to keep praying them in our chapel. And we thank you so much for this time. This this was really wonderful and we really appreciate it. I think Annie just held up a post-it note saying we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but guys, stay listening because coming up at noon, we're going to be praying the Angelus. So it's going to be on the air and you can hear that at 6 a.m., 6 p.m. Oh, wow. and noon every day. And three o'clock, we pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Oh, so tune that. in then. But thanks for listening to this hour of Shelter and Peace with us.